all right what's happening everybody it's that time once again for another episode of the domestic athlete podcast with me anthony t right here with you guys every week and we're gonna start the new year's off with a new host alongside me it is my cousin blondie of the bl marketing agency so i'm going to introduce you guys to her today we uh did a podcast episode earlier this morning i pieced it together for everyone so enjoy the rest of the podcast today so so what are you listening to or watching right now Ooh, let's see. So when it comes to these podcasts, I'm like a mixture. <laughs> so I do like a little, a little entertainment, um, keeping me up to date with what's going on. So I listen to. Can I name the actual podcast? That's cool with you, or what? That's cool with me. Okay, I know if it's just like, no, don't talk about them people. Don't get to know, you know. Oh, <laughs> nah, not tripping at all. I thought we was recording, so you know. Oh no, we live. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I listened to Here's the Thing with Kev on Sage and that chick Angel. And then I also listened to The Read. So they keep me up to date on whatever's going on in pop culture and stuff. Um, then I like to listen to um, sometimes when I'm feeling real ratchet, I listen to the 85 South show. Um, <laughs> and then um, lately, though, what I've been listening to is the Social Proof podcast and following people from there and um, earn your leisure. So similar to you, like the business stuff, okay. that's more so been catching my eye. Yeah. My okay. So, so we have some similarities then. So that should help conversation a lot because I do listen to Here's the Thing. Um, what was the other one you said? Earn your leisure. Mm-hmm. And you said one more too. Um, Social proof podcast. Social with proof. I, you know what? I love and hate that podcast. <laughs> Which one do you hate? Because you know he interviews people, and then it's David and Donnie. I mostly listen it's, to David and Donnie. It's not them. It's the guest. Sometimes they'll have a guest, and I'm like. Mm. Let me tell you, I ain't trying to be shady, but I'm gonna be a little shady, okay? The one with the vending machine guy that I listened to, I was like, so you just found him. Cause it don't seem like he know, exactly. he know what he's doing because he's doing it, but he just started teaching people how to do this. And you can tell versus the ones who's like, it was this one um, business coach and she like, when high level entrepreneurs, like she was coaching them, her name was Coach Kelly. She was great. She's been doing this for decades or something like that. Like she, she had it together and then she had this like soothing southern martha stewart voice because she was just so well no not martha stewart she was just so like country it was just so cute that made sense but with him it was a lot of like he didn't know what was happening so i'm like yeah. okay we ain't gonna we ain't gonna finish this podcast because um yeah. i'm not learning anything here <laughs> and, a, and a lot of them Sometimes, even like on Earn Your Leisure, I'll be like, um, that sounds like a scammer to me, but okay, you know, it's a business. <laughs> as long as you make money. It's white collar crime. We get it. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, and then I wrote down a few topics as well. All right. So, okay. Um, so let me just go ahead and introduce uh, the podcast real quick. Welcome back to the Domestic Athlete Podcast with your host, Anthony T. And Blondie. All I guess right. I can say Blondie Lockhart. I don't know. I didn't know what you, you was going to announce yourself as. I was like, do I say my last name? No, we just improv it right now. We could. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You, you can have it different every time. Whatever you want. It's, a, it's, it's your name. 
<laughs> I just give a, give a little pause, let you say your thing, and then I'll move on to the next. Oh. And this is the podcast that will help you lose your next 10 pounds as well as keep you motivated. All right. So um, my big thing right now is uh, distractions. Distractions in business. And what I've learned is a lot of times it's not even a distraction that you normally think of, right? Like getting binge watching television or something. Mm-hmm. Your body can become a distraction. Have you ever dealt with something like that? Yes, but in a different way. Because you see your left hand right there. What's that? Yeah, yeah, because mine is empty. Uh, So my uh. body became a distraction in that way to be like, I want to cuddle. It's cold. I want to cuddle. You know, I want to be out here and date and stuff like that. Okay. I didn't think that was going to be a distraction until I was like, yeah. But also, when you say like your body being a distraction, is it kind of like with you eating, your certain eating habits? So yeah, that could be a distraction for sure, right? Yes. I was actually going into, um, for me recently, it's been anxiety and uh, asthma. (laughs) So. So like, I'm gonna start with the anxiety part. So I've always had anxiety for a while. Like I know for me, it, it really comes down to sometimes I wanna be on and talk. And sometimes I just don't want anybody to fuck with me. Absolutely. <laughs> and when I'm in that mode and people wanna talk to me or converse or have an opinion or whatever, I get real tense and it's like, I, I can't move forward. And I notice it coming into play recently because since COVID, I haven't had the opportunity to coach at my gym. The gym closed mm-hmm. and now they're gone completely. And I could have always, you know, thrown some outdoor classes and things like that, but I've got huge anxiety about doing it. Like I'm used to working out and pushing myself and, you know, it took me a while to turn on the camera and record myself. Mm-hmm. That was a piece of anxiety right there. Like, uh, I don't want to, you know, record myself. What am I going to look like? What What's somebody going to say? I don't want to see no dumb comments. Right. You know? And it, it just, in the back of my head, I'm also telling myself, well, you don't want to fucking up then. Like, just go <laughs> do it. <laughs> like, it's not as bad as you, you know it's not that bad. <laughs> but it's just something that's holding me back. And what really got me on this subject today was uh, yesterday I had to go to the hospital because I had an asthma attack. I've had an asthma attack for like the last three days. I was trying to push through it because that's just who I am. I'm not going to go to the doctor. You know, if I'm hurt, I push through the pain. It's just who I am. Black man, continue. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yesterday it got to a point where it was like, okay. I ran out of my inhaler pump, so now I gotta actually do something. Am I gonna die? What am I gonna do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, when my heart rate goes up, I can't breathe anymore. And I'm like, I can't work out. You know, like if I wanted to teach a class, I couldn't do it. And that made me think about all the time I wasted from my anxiety of just Allowing that that whatever voice in my head that's holding me back to just stop me. That whole thing about hindsight being twenty twenty 
it, yeah, when it kicks in, you just like, I could have, I could have been doing this. <laughs> and then to make it even worse, when you see someone who maybe started the same time you did, and of course they they push through that voice in their head, and they mm-hmm. kept going, and you're just like. Not not in a comparison way, but it's more like a kicking yourself way. So let's say if you saw somebody who started the fitness journey around the same time you did, and, or training journey, should I say, and then you see them and you're just like, if I had a stuck to this, because that's how I am with me creating content on YouTube. I was listening to, um, so Kevin on Stage has a new podcast called Coming to the Stage. I realized I started YouTube the same time as Jackie Ina. Yo, I remember you... Had an interview with Zanique. I remember that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, we doing it out here, you too, like. <laughs> and when she said in the podcast that she was 34, so I was like, oh, so you really didn't have no excuse. Oh, okay, all right. And not to say that my career would have went in the same direction as hers, but I'll never know because I kept stopping. And even though, and she said in there that she had a moment where she took breaks and she was trying to figure out what she was doing, but just the, for me, the anxiety of being consistent so it's just getting burnt out trying to do so much and then getting burnt out and just being like you know what i should do quit i should just stop this like (laughs) and it's like no that you i realize now part of that like you said going back to your um your body stopping you i realize i have a fear of success a lot of people have a fear of failure, but I've had a fear of success and just being like, you know what? Good enough is fine. What makes I don't you have say to be that? great. I don't have to be amazing. I don't have to be number one. Pass. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Good enough. And it was like, well, if you actually try, if I actually try, it might be hard. <laughs> if I actually try and I get good at this, like, mm. so now I'm like, working on my mindset and changing how I view different things and what success can actually look like. Yes, it might be hard, but like, it's not going to fall out the sky. And then it goes the same with like working out this, your dream body or your dream, you, where they, um, what is it? Uh, I think they call it like some of the women call it like working out for the dress or something along those lines. You pick out an outfit and then you work to get towards that. Mm-hmm. It's not just going to happen because you went to sleep, Lord, mm, and then you wake up with it. No, you have to. It's not going to fall out the sky. You have to put in work towards anything that it is that you want, but you're never going to get there if you keep stopping. So I put it in my mind. I was like, I'm I'm not stopping this time when it comes to my business, when it comes to my brand. I'm getting my hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking to it. And like that saying where it's like, but what if I fail? But what if you fly? You'll never know. So I'm like, we 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 doing this. This is real. This is happening. I can't let my Some people fly while they fail. Say what? <laughs> Some people fly while they fail. Exactly. <laughs> That's what the, the mindset people, they be like, no, failure is not bad. Failure is a lesson. That's how you can learn and grow and do better. And I'm like, okay, think that way versus just like, if I fail, oh my gosh, the world is going to end. And it's gonna, the world already ended like three times over. And we're still here. <laughs> We, yeah. we still got to do something every single day. So just yeah. might as well do something going towards what you actually want to do. Mm-hmm. So along with that, then, what do you feel like are your biggest obstacles in your business? Wait, 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 wait. 
Actually, before we go any further, let's talk about that with the community. What do you feel is your biggest obstacle in your small business? That's right, I wanna know. So go ahead and text me as well. I'm serious. Go ahead, text me at 510-369-5059. That's 510-369-5059. Text me your answer and the first five customers will get a free white t-shirt custom printed for them. All they have to pay is shipping. That's right, I said it. Come to my website and find out what you can do to help yourself with your business. Maybe you need shirts. Maybe you want hats. Maybe you want something else. Just consult with me and I'll try and make it happen to the best of my ability. And trust me, my customers love the products. So once again, check us out at oaklandsunshine.com. That's the best way to support this podcast and that's the best way to support your small business as well. Now let's get back to the show. So definitely the mindset thing, going back to like uh, the fear of success, but also um, not, not asking for help. That's been my biggest hindrance. I got a whole business coach last year and was just like, but I'm gonna figure it out for myself. What do you pay him for? Like that's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm confusion. What is happening here? Like, so I'm, I've been that way for, I don't know how long, but I'm just the type to where it's like, if I can't, especially, I guess that comes with like a lack mindset too. And um, I couldn't afford certain things. Like I can't, afford the newest camera. Okay, well, I gotta figure out how to work with this camera that I got or find a cheaper version on Amazon or eBay or something like that. So it's always been a, I'm a figure it out type thing. I'm not gonna ask for help. I'm not gonna ask for, hey, can you loan me this so I can get this better equipment? I'm gonna figure it out. So that's kind of been my mentality for so long that even now when I was like, no, I'm gonna get this coach and I'm gonna ask for help. And then as soon as I hit a roadblock, go into my little shell and I'm gonna just work it out and figure it out on my own. And it's like, no, you, you can't do this by yourself. There's a reason why you can't go further. Similar with you, with a, you being a trainer, like people can work out by themselves, but it helps to have that person to push you, that person to keep you accountable. All mm -hmm. of those things, coaches are necessary for a reason. And I'm like, that's that's what you got in this program for and you're not even using it. What is the point of that? So that me asking for help is definitely my biggest my biggest challenge when it comes to being in business. I'm working on that every day. And now it's maybe eventually he may be like, all right, now you're talking to me too much. You got to <laughs> you got to do something by yourself, which I, I do plenty by myself, but still, yeah, definitely me um me asking for help. Even just with, um, and I, I know another thing too, sorry, um, dealing with family, with us being in media, that's like uh, uncharted territory. Our folks got regular jobs. <laughs> they went to work until however long, we gonna retire, whatever, that's it. That's, that's what they know versus media, it's just kind of like a, it's just uncharted territory for them. So me asking them like, oh, what do you think about this? Is kind of like, eh, I don't know what to tell you. And I, since I got that for so long, I was just like, okay, well, I, now I have to figure it out. I can't even ask them because they don't know what it is that I'm doing anyway. So yeah. that, that was definitely it for me. What about you? My biggest obstacle, I think, is um, probably proper planning. 
because <clears throat> along with the training, <clears throat> I'm building a website. So that could become another stream of income. And I'm also doing other gigs, right? So I don't know about how Atlanta is, but in the Bay Area, it's like you could you could download an app and have a job t next week. You know, <laughs> like, you know, you fill out and then they just go do processing or same day most times, you know, and then I could go make, you know, 70, 80 bucks and then go do something I want to do for myself. All right. And because I have to do so much gig work to maintain everything, it distracts me, makes me tired, makes me not want to use my mind to go into planning out, okay, I need to do this. So my biggest thing this year was to set up a marketing plan. Well, it was my, that was my goal last year. I didn't accomplish that at all. <laughs> so what I ended up doing though, is I watched a lot of videos on it and read as much as I could on it to kind of get a better understanding on really how to make a marketing plan. Cause I've done it for other companies, <clears throat> not like created a marketing plan, but you know, um, follow through with the marketing plan for them, you know? Right. And for myself, it became a situation where I started with like, oh, I could just do ads thinking that's a marketing plan. It's not. You're just making a post and paying for it now. Right. <laughs> you know? And then I went to, oh, I'm going to do YouTube um, video, what they call commercials, right? Mm -hmm. Once again, it's not a marketing plan. You're just making a commercial, <laughs> you know, and paying for it now. So. I saw the results from that and I was like, well, what are people doing? Like, what is marketing? I don't get it, I guess. And I really realized it's a, sometimes, at least for what I want to do, is going to become a series of content. So it goes beyond just hit, making a post and saying, hey, I provide this, click the link. Right. You know, I've got to constantly maintain that conversation over time for people to want to click the link. Right. And I didn't know that. So that was my fault. I didn't know how to properly plan for my business, along with the distractions keeping me away from really understanding how to, you know, plan correct. Because I'm like, well, I'm just make post this and then I'm going to do my job. And when I get back, hopefully I'll get like 30, 40 more people who, who care. <laughs> yes, same. Yeah. I, was, I yeah. was in that same boat as well. So I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. So what do you feel... I want to still relate it to this. Um, so you said you have a fear of success. So what do you feel you're doing now to overcome that? I'm pushing through it. So um, I had a call with a client. I recently changed uh, what I'm offering in my business. And <clears throat> I didn't even think it was a business because again, I'm like the figure it out type. So I didn't think people actually basically wanted you to show them how to use social media and how to create content. So I was like, cause I'm just like post, you know, I figured out how to do TikTok. I figured, you know, then reels came along and stuff. So, you know, whenever a new app comes along, I didn't hop on TikTok as fast cause I was like, I got enough social media sites um, too. But I got on there cause my friends kept sending me funny videos and I was like, I should just create an account. And then I was like, this will be funny. I should post this or like, I want to redo something. So then that's how I kind of got into TikTok. but it was like, I'm going to figure this out. But I realized everybody wasn't like that. And, um, yeah, so I was like, okay, 
this is my new business model. This is the direction that I'm going in, blah, blah, blah. You know, coming up with the marketing plan and my plan for my business. Cause that was also my thing. I was like, this is my business idea. It's gonna pop. Right. Where's the plan? Like, <laughs> you yeah. just gonna put it out there and everybody's gonna be like flocking to it? No, that's yeah. not how that works. Like, you need to have some actual goals for you to reach so that way you can get like, what girl? So in that sense, um, but yeah, so I had a client and she was interested and I had a moment like with that fear of success and that anxiety hit and I was supposed to talk to her and for a split second, my mind was like, you need to cancel this call. Like, <laughs> you can't, girl, girl. What if what if she says yes? Like, what, girl, and I was like, <laughs> That's what we want. We want her to say yes. Like if you, this dream life that we say that we want and this business and this this idea that's in our head for where this business can go, it can't happen unless we start getting clients like her that's going to challenge us, that's going to have us do the work and, and push ourselves. Me talking to myself, of course. <laughs> so I'm like, you. what are you talking about? Cancel this call. Girl, if you don't get on this goddamn phone. I, and this was like the earlier in that morning, I wasn't gonna talk to her until like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I got on the call and everything went fine. So it was like, what what was the problem? What what were we afraid of? Like, you're not, as as they say with um with business, if you're not making any money, you have an expensive hobby. Yeah. I'm tired of having an expensive hobby. So <laughs> I was like, no, I I have to push through this and that's that's just been what it is continuing to challenge myself so that way I can actually grow and become this person that was an, that's another thing too I decided like you're not gonna get blessed with whatever it is that you say that you want until you're the type of person that can receive it so I'm like okay if I'm this if I, in my head, I'm this woman that owns this amazing company, I need to become that woman. So what does her day look like? Still not a morning person, but get up, walk my dog, meditate, pray, do my yoga, um, have my quality me time, things like that. So I've started implementing those things. So that way the person that I believe I would need to be to the person I believe I am inside and that I would need to be to run this company. I'm doing those things now and showing up for myself. So that way, when I get to that point, it's like, oh, I, ain't, I ain't new to this. I'm true to this. What about you? Yeah. Uh, same thing, creating those rituals that, you know. But did you, you know, have a fear of success, though? Or was yours more so with the anxiety side? What are you doing it, yeah, I don't really that? believe I've ever had a fear of success. Um, I had a fear of fame because of stand-up. And I didn't do stand-up to become famous. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was like a hand-to-hand -hand thing. Because when I moved to California and started doing comedy at a local club, everybody in that city would know me. So when I went to a Walmart, you know, and I would be with somebody and then a female come around and like, oh my God, and hug me. It was like, oh gosh. <laughs> now I got a whole argument at home. Right. You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't like this. <laughs> you know, and or or even just like people who come up to you out the blue and then they're like, oh, do this for me. Tell me a joke. And it was like, oh, what is, I'm not on stage right now. What is right. I'm not performing. Like, I didn't like that. I don't like how people just assume they, 
they completely know you and and i'm not by any means a celebrity but you know even that little bit for a person who's got anxiety is too much mm-hmm. you know so it was like now i understand it comes with it but i've also gotten to a point in my life where i'm doing the things i want to do so if someone was to approach me they don't see me as that right now so i think i found a way to like move forward with what i want to do in a way that when someone does approach me it's not like oh he's this he does you know it's like mm-hmm. no, i'm just a regular guy now. <laughs> you know, like, why you want to talk to me <laughs> it's like, i got you, you i got you I, i'm not the guy that you expect to make you laugh anymore like i'm just a regular dude you know? be like hey do a push up yeah. for me what? What? yeah and, and being a trainer <laughs> yeah and being a trainer nobody you know is like ah, i gotta go talk you know like it's awesome <laughs> 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 and i think for me it's more of the public speaking because i i enjoy getting in front of a crowd and and, and speaking so with doing fitness it allowed that allowed me to have that still i can mm-hmm. still make a crowd of people laugh in a gym you know but for me, I, I feel better motivating somebody who didn't feel like they could even do this for an hour. I didn't I didn't feel like I could do, you know, a pull up and then to watch that person progress and be able to do one or two pull ups like what? You know, for me, that was just like, OK, I like this. You know, that was that was the kind of for me, like the I saw was the hustle I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So I can't say I ever had really a fear of success. I just didn't really know who I wanted to be for a long time. I agree with that. I I agree with feeling that because I, in the similar sense with me, like, oh, I'm going to be a beauty content makeup, all of this stuff. And then I realized like, I do my makeup the same. So it's not really like. (laughs) Yeah. Cause I think what what happens. Cause I'm going to do the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. I think what happened when I put that title on myself, it 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 stopped me from looking at other things. Yes. So yes. like I would have never done uh, a podcast, or I would have never done. I'd be like, no, I gotta go get on stage. No, I do stage. That's all I do. So I'm limiting myself when I say that. It's like, no, no, right. no. I'm. A, I this is what I do. I just go on stage, then I come back, and then I, you know, I might do a skit. I might do that. But I was never even the person who liked doing skits necessarily. Like I, I really just enjoyed speaking in public. Mm-hmm. That was it. So. I, I had to find like a different way to kind of do that again. Right. <laughs> and I, I feel you with that because I knew I liked helping people. And I was like, okay, well, I'm and and somewhat entertaining them with like the doing what I like to do. So really with the beauty content, I was always like the guinea pig with my friends to where like a new mascara comes out. Oh girl, let me girl, I already bought it. Let me tell you how it was. So that's how that came about. And then when I realized like, oh, people don't just want my help with like talking about products. They want my help with actually how I created the video where I was talking about the products. Not that I was doing something super complicated. So then, like you said, changing that, switching that gear and then just reading the room because I just knew, oh, this is the plan. This is what it is. You you got to be flexible in business and in life in general. You got to be flexible because you just not not too flexible. You're not flimsy in the sense of where the wind blows and you can go either way. You got to know, like you said, know who you are and what it is that you actually want to do. But yeah, definitely 
reading the room, paying attention and, and seeing where your strengths are and then applying that to go in the direction that you want to go. Because you can still reach what it is that you want to reach. Like you said, you're still entertaining people and now you're motivating them and you're getting more out of that versus than just making them laugh for 30 minutes. You know, you're actually getting a transformation out of them. Then, and that, I had a point and I just lost it. <laughs> but, but yes, um, just uh, pay, paying attention to what's going on around you so that way you can actually achieve a goal. That's that's super important in business. Definitely. And um, so do you ever feel like you're doing, I'll, I'll put it like this. So I have a couple streams of income. So like I just said, you know, the, the fitness training, um i do design t-shirts uh well let me take that back i customize t-shirts because when i say design people come to me and they want me to create a logo i'm, I'm not the photoshop guy <laughs> <laughs> but if you got a design i will customize a shirt a jacket whatever you want um what else um you know a couple couple different gigs that i do to to keep some income coming Mm -hmm. And I love it because it's like, oh, each week my account fills up again, again from this, from that. Then I was like, hmm, let me do some other stuff. So I created a flyer for like uh, doing car washing because in my apartment, there's plenty of people who needs car washes. I was like, I should be able to do a, a car wash for a good price because they're all right here next to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I also got to the point where I realized it's like, I have to put a lot of energy into each one of those and and to have to put on a different hat every time becomes exhausting yes do you ever feel like you you've gotten into a a, a place like that with your business uh, i i guess i foresaw that and i was like i don't want to do too much at one time to where I know just from when I was working a nine to five and then doing YouTube at the same time being, and it wasn't physical labor, it was mental labor. So being mentally exhausted at work and then coming home and having to try to be creative, being, excuse me, being mentally exhausted at work for eight hours, really we can bump that on the 10 because you know, the hour break plus driving in traffic and all of that. So I've been away from home for 10 plus hours. Then I got to come home and try to be creative and interact with these people on social media and stuff like that. Like it was just too much with that. And that's just two things. So I was like, when I'm doing it my way and my business, I want to be strategic about the things that I say yes to, because I know I will say yes, 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 yes. Just trying to get myself out there. Just trying to, you know, stay in people's faces, stay relevant, stay current, things like that. And then get burnt out and yeah, that's not that's not good at, at all. So thankfully this go round because I foresaw that. Like the last time it happened was I was doing YouTube, I was working full time, and I was doing a podcast with my friends. And the issue was that I was the only one who knew how to do anything. All right, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. 
and allowing us to bless your ears with a little conversation about business and health today. I also want to take the time to let you know that you can always visit oaklandsunshine.com to support the podcast. If you're listening this far, hopefully you already knew that and you've already gone over there and maybe bought yourself a t-shirt or maybe signed up for a fitness class or you know maybe even you saw that I provide even more business services to my customers I even have a little bit of a streaming site going on right now for all of our small business clients you can actually get to know Blondie a little bit I have a few videos from her I have a few videos from Victoria Ashanti of YouTube and Sugar Rush that's right my wife a great chef and confectionists right here in the Oakland Bay area. So if you want to support the show, once again, if you like the content and you want more each week, we'll always visit oaklandsunshine.com for more and check us out on all of the media platforms all around. Oakland Sunshine, all one word. And let's get back to the show. Thanks for your support. So I produced the podcast i came up with the topic i produced the podcast i got the you know streaming audio thing together had to actually be the host of the podcast because they just showed up like one of them actually gave me a couple topics but for the most part they just showed up and then had to edit the podcast afterwards had to post everything and promote they would share whatever i posted but i was like this too much so <laughs> and then especially with my own stuff and I was like yeah this is more work than what it's worth granted we could have stuck with it and you know who knows where we would have been by now but I was getting burnt out from having to do so much with just this one thing and it's one thing when it's um like of course I'm, I'm a one woman band when it comes to YouTube okay that makes sense but it's mine and I'm getting all the value out of it when it's somebody else who's there with you and it's just like, you can't lift a finger, you can't do nothing. You just don't, okay. Then it's like, you know what? I don't have to do this shit. So let me go ahead We do, we gonna, we gonna take a break. We gonna go on hiatus and we never came back. Cause they weren't about to put in the work to learn all the stuff that I was doing. And it happened one time, one of my co-hosts was like, I wanna help you out, I wanna. So I we went through and it took us like almost three hours for me to help her edit, teach her how to edit a podcast. And that was just the lesson. She didn't even get through editing the entire episode. And she was like, she she didn't offer to edit nothing else after that. So it was like, yeah, y'all ain't about to learn this. I don't want to do this. It's not even that much fun. So no, we just, like I said, <laughs> that hiatus became permanent when I'm, I've, mm-mm. I don't, I don't like being burnt out, that feeling, so, <laughs> no, nah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> I can understand that for sure. I uh, That's actually uh, something else that was on my mind, too, is, like, your circle gets smaller of people you communicate with because when you're really focused on doing something like that, it does require you to learn a lot of new things. Yes. And a lot of these things you need to learn are things that nobody else needs to use because they work a, a, a regular job right you know they don't need to learn how to stream they don't need to learn how a mic works they don't need to learn how the camera settings right <clears throat> and us we're like no like that's 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 the reason we're doing it's like because right. it's not gonna look sound or come out how we want without that piece you know? <laughs> 
So it's really hard. And that's why I want to do this podcast with you because I don't have any friends who even want to like run a business. Mm -hmm. Like my wife has a business so I could talk to her about it. But if I go to uh, another cousin or a friend, they're like, yeah, man, keep doing it. <laughs> that goes back to me asking for help. So it's like, I don't even want to have a conversation because you don't even know what it is that I'm talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> what is the point of this? I'm just, it's just like a, I can't even say a sounding board. It's just a, I, I don't want to call it a brick wall because at some point it is, it it becomes helpful in the sense of where it's like, okay, as the average consumer, give me your opinions on this. But when it's actually going into detail, like you said, like just even the struggles of the entrepreneur, because with our parents being older, I don't know about you, but I know for me, <laughs> it'd be like a, so um, if I were to come to them with like, like you were saying, the challenges of having to switch hats and all these different gigs that you have, they wouldn't specifically say this, but the tone that I get from it is kind of like, well, you wouldn't be dealing with all of this if you just went and got one job, nine to five. You went, you went to work, you got your 401k and you sat down somewhere. You wouldn't even be going through all of this right now. It's not their exact words, but that's the sentiment. So I just be Pretty like, much. I'm gonna stop talking to you. So <laughs> yes, have, and that's the, that was the crazy thing with my podcast, it was, it wasn't like legal advice, but my two friends are attorneys who work for themselves. But even still being in a different industry, they were tapping me for the media side. They were just like, we're funny and we know the law. So let's talk and like t discuss different topics. And sometimes it would go in the legal route, but for the most part, it was just us just talking about pop culture because that's what we did in the group chat anyway. And yeah. They, they were just like, we just want to be talent. We just want to show up. And I was like, so ain't nobody going to learn how to improve. Like they were, And then they would have so much to say at the end to be like, oh, well, why does it sound like this? And they wouldn't get on camera, so I didn't have to worry about the video aspect. But why does it sound like this? Because I told you to get this mic and you didn't. You decided to keep talking through your iPhone. <laughs> Yeah. And this is why it sound like this. So don't complain yeah. to me afterwards when I tried to get the quality up and you didn't want to cooperate. Shut up talking to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is. In your certain industry or having that person who is willing to like, you know what? I want this to be as good as you want this to be. Okay, so let's work together and get to this common goal versus just like, I'm just show up and be cute. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what are some of like um the specific like tools you've used um well no not even that what are some of the the tools that you have to learn this year in your business hmm. and tell the people about your business first of all we didn't even get to that <laughs> tell the people about your business Okay, so uh, my business, my company is called the BL Agency. And BL what we do Agency? At, yep, good. <laughs> at the BL Agency, I help entrepreneurs of all kinds create compelling content that will turn the their targeted audience into premium, long-lasting clients. So we can go as basic, if, which I understand to some people it's not basic, but Reels and TikToks are very popular 
Um, so we can start off there just teaching you how to do reels and TikToks, understanding the app, understanding your analytics and things like that. Um, and with all of this, we're not just posting. We have actually come up with a social media marketing strategy. So that is what the BL agency is. It is a social media marketing agency. And we come up with a, uh, a social media marketing strategy. We come up with your marketing campaign for whatever it is with your business that you're trying to promote. And even if your business is you, with me being um, starting out as a media personality, YouTuber, things like that, I'm, I'm selling me to these companies so that way they'll pick me for brand deals and things like that. But if you have actual product or service, the same applies. When you're trying to sell something, you need to know who you're trying to sell it to, how you're going to sell it, excuse me, what you're selling, who you're selling it to, and how you're going to sell it to them. That's the, the basics. So um, we come up with your strategy. And then, like I said, where there is, okay, we're going to, uh, I want to do TikToks. I want to do Reels. Teach me, show me how to do that or actually edit this for me so that way I can have this dope content. We can go there or if we're trying to go all the way to the top scale to where you want an actual commercial situation or um, a big marketing campaign in that direction, photo shoot, billboard, whatever it is, we can go from we shooting on your phone to where we're actually having a whole video photo shoot type situation. Those are the, the levels that we go through with my company. And how do they how do they get in contact with you? Yes, uh, you can find me on the, all of the internet at the BL Agency on Instagram. It is T H E underscore B L A Agency, and um, on Facebook, the BL Agency, and my personal all over social media at Blondie Lockhart. All of my stuff is connected. Um, my website is workwiththebelagency.com. and that just further explains what I got going on and how you can work with me. Awesome. All right. Well, yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> oh, I but think you asked about the tools that I need to learn to use. The, the new like new tools, right? So the reason I asked that is because so for the last six years, I've been learning how to build a website. So I use WordPress. That's a tool for me. Mm -hmm. um, just recently, I built out a piece to my website for streaming. Um, which I have an issue with right now. Well, we won't go into that. Um, which is which is hosted by a company called Bamboo Video, right? So that's another tool I have to use. Mm -hmm. So like, th that's what I mean by tools. Like, what are the okay. new tools that you have to learn in your business? So for me, what I'm learning is I already have, I already know how to create content with my media background. And my figure it outness, or just my thing is, if I don't know how to do it, I'm gonna find somebody who does. If I can't figure it out, I'm gonna find somebody who does. So let's say if somebody does want this entire video shoot, that part I can handle. The other side is I'm helping clients with social media. So the tools that I am learning, like my the lady, uh, the newest client that I spoke with, she wants. Um, I also help with social media management. Once we get to a certain level, like. That's kind of like the point <laughs> to like, oh, I'm going to help you create all this content. OK, this is how you're going to be successful on social media. You need to post this many times a day. You need to do that. Da, da, da. Once that gets kind of overwhelming for them, then they're just like, hey, can you handle this for me? You damn skippy, I get So this new client, she wants me to post on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn and Twitter. OK, well. 
I hadn't really been fooling with Facebook. That's not my, it's just too much family and too much, just, just, it's just too much on Facebook. It's too, I, I don't know. I get, it's like, it's supposed to be like what's real, but it's still fake and you know, family be all up in your business. I just recently got a message from somebody who, a, a family member who just recently started following me and was like, ooh, something about, my mama gonna say something about this. And I want to be like, they say when you don't have anything nice to say, just don't say anything at all. Cause this is a cousin that's around my mama's age. And I'm about to talk to you like you're not around my mama's <laughs> age. <laughs> I need to, and I can't be like, I'm not the Facebook, but I was just like, this is exactly why I had been on here. I am grown. What are you talking about? Like, my mama know I cuss. I don't be cussing for my mama. What? I pay all my bills. What you mean? Anyways, but still, so I have to like, the tools that I need to learn for my business is they keep changing things with social media and that is also what my clientele is coming to me for they don't need to keep up with what's the new algorithm for instagram or what's going to get this person's attention on linkedin how many times a day should i post to facebook or you know what should i do on youtube in order to grow my channel they're coming to me for that so the tools that i need to learn is um excuse me is all of these social media platforms and the best times, the best ways to utilize them, what's best for each business, because I know what I had in my mind, but then let's say if I get a particular client like her, she doesn't like Instagram. Instagram is my thing. That's where I'm like, I know Instagram. I need to brush back up on Facebook. I'm not really that fond of Twitter, but I need to brush up on that. LinkedIn, I just more so just have a presence there, but she she wants to focus more on Facebook than Instagram and I'm the opposite. So like, I need to learn Facebook in the business sense versus like I said, I got rattled yesterday by that comment from a family member and I'm like, that's not, don't focus on that. You still need to learn this and and, and so that way you can help your clients in this because you're going to have, everybody's not going to like the same platforms that you like. And it's not my job to be like, I can, I can, at the end of the day, I'm a consultant. I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> if I'm doing it for you, then we're going to do it how I want to do it because that's what I've seen proven success in. But mm -hmm. if I'm consulting you and I'm telling you, this is what you should do at the end of the day, that's on you. So for her, if that's what she wants to do and she wants to focus on Facebook, and I know there's money on Facebook, I got to learn how to get this money on Facebook then. How, what I need to learn this social media platform and, and stay up to date on all of them. And if they come out with a new one, then I got to learn that too, because that's social media. That's how we got to reach the people to get to the money. That's what I got to learn this year. <laughs> So I got to learn. And I love WordPress. Um, Sorry. I just want to throw that out there too. I'm a big fan of WordPress. You love of WordPress? Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I said I love WordPress. Oh. It's not now, don't get me wrong, it's not okay. the best. It's That's not the up. best. A lot of people don't like it. I've been I started off as it's a not blogger. the worst. I, I started off like, as a blogger. So go down to your Squarespace. Hold on. I think we got a we got a delay. I'm gonna be patient. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I hear you. 
I was asking, have you ever used like GoDaddy or Squarespace? I did use Squarespace um, last year because um, my, was it last year or 20? It was 2020. My sister and another cousin and I were all trying to do a business together. And I was like, all the podcasts, you know, Squarespace ads and stuff. So I was like, well, let me give it a shot. And it seemed good, but let me tell you, we lost an Instagram account because of that, because um, once we decided to shut down the website because it came with everything, oh, we're gonna give you Google Suite, we're gonna give you all your email addresses, we're gonna da da da. When we shut down that account, they was like, boom, and they took everything. So now we got a whole business Instagram account we can't get into because it's attached to the email address that doesn't exist anymore. And there's no oh. way to get back into it. So it's like, I didn't like that. And it was something else about Squarespace that I didn't like. But with me, I started off as a blogger. So when I was searching for websites, I was like on blogger.com. I think I did like a Yahoo blog. And I remember blogger. That was Google, right? I don't even know, but I hated it. And I do know, I do remember that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so WordPress was the best for me as a blogger. And then once I flipped my website to, you know, go in a different direction, then that still worked and that's just been working for me. But I do I do like Squarespace because if you want like everything packaged together, that's a good platform to go with. But I do be like, I listen, I'm not the website builder. I, if you want something real simple and basic, we're gonna go to WordPress and we're gonna call it a day. If you want something complicated and stuff flying in and you trying to sell stuff, you gotta go to somebody else. That's not my forte. <laughs> Well, see, I, I do all of that with WordPress, though. I get I can have stuff flying in. I, like, I love WordPress because of that. It's way more versatile than Squarespace. I thought you were saying you didn't like WordPress and you preferred Squarespace. Oh, no, 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 no. WordPress oh. is my favorite. Like, <laughs> I, I will always use WordPress. I, <clears throat> so let me tell you why I like WordPress. It's probably the same reason you like WordPress. Plugins. Yes. <laughs> yes. Them Facebook ads. I ain't yeah. trying to figure out how to listen. It already got the Facebook ad. Boom. I'm exactly. Good. And they give you support and it's pretty quick with it too. Like yeah. they're really quick to help you. They'll walk walk through walk through it with you even if you don't know the terminology of what you're trying to do. Yeah. So they they've always been super helpful. And Squarespace didn't even allow me to sell products on my website when when they started i used squarespace long ago oh, okay. but they didn't even have an option it was almost like you can only build portfolios and i was like i want a website why are you guys promoting that you are a website builder but no you're, you really just make portfolios here so wordpress because they have what is it called oh, i'm gonna forget woocommerce, WooCommerce? Or yeah, yeah woocommerce you just attach that in there now you got a whole product page yes like, okay. everything and i love that when i did that I, I didn't sell i was trying to sell wigs at one point i just the creative <laughs> and i was working at a beauty supply store so it was like i got access to everything yeah, but yeah. when i had it up there and i attached it it wasn't like a let me sit up here because i used to again to figure it out when i first started with these websites i was like up till three four o'clock in the morning just i got i'm not going to bed until i until i get this website together I attached that WooCommerce. I had the product page. I had the cart page. I had the checkout. I had everything. Like you said, it was already there. So yes, we like WordPress for the same reason. I think I've been with WordPress for like eight, nine years at this point. 
like I, I, yeah. I wish I was with him that long. I I used it and then stopped because you know, like I had I got to like a a spot where I was like, eh, the, it's too hard to mm-hmm. use. You know, I felt like oh, it's too hard. So then that's when I tried the other services and I was like, they even harder and they right. don't even offer all the same services. So I'm just go back to WordPress. And then I think around that time, a lot of people on YouTube started making more videos on how to build a WordPress page. Mm-hmm. And that helped me out a lot. Where, Square, where Squarespace is now, it's easy, but at least WordPress allows you to kind of like try it, even though it's like, let's say if it's oaklandsunshine.wordpress.com, but you can still build the whole thing out before. And you can do that on Squarespace, but I think it's only, <clears throat> you only I think get like, like 30 days. Yeah. And then after that, they will take the whole thing down. Not yeah. just uh, put it in the drafts. No, it's gone. <laughs> you either going to yeah. buy this or you're going to get up off this, get up off our website. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> then, excuse me. But it was, it was simple. Like you said, with the widgets and the drag and drop and all of that, it was really easy. And that, like they say in the, uh, the, the ads that I hear on the podcast and stuff, oh, it's drag and drop and, it's um what is it um where it's easy to go from like your computer to your phone to your tablet whatever it looks great on all all the platforms and stuff like that that stuff is true but if you don't hurry up hurry up and buy that is very true i built i use squarespace to build my wife's website and i think i have bought a domain from somewhere else and attached it there and we you know we had the website but it wasn't like a lot of traffic going there so i never ended up purchasing and then i just lost the domain and everybody was like okay well <laughs> guess guess there's no point in this anymore right <laughs> it was like forget you we're going with somebody who gonna pay okay because yeah, I, I, I think i paid for like a domain name mm-hmm. and that's separate from the actual hosting of the website which i right. didn't know at the time i thought a domain name was your website <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have to attach that to something else and then pay for that too. I'm, like, oh, I'm cool. But yeah, maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about some of the tools you need uh, to build an online bu- business because I started um, uh, a couple videos on my YouTube channel, not going in detail about those, but more so letting people know like, hey, if you're trying to start an online business, you know i've been through it so let me tell you these are the the best ones i've found out there to use mm-hmm. and why i think they're the best so maybe we should do that as a topic one day we should because i was definitely an aesthetics person and i was all about